Porcupine poured ponderously over the porta potty. The pandas punctuate their Post- pine cones. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> precariously. The the parakeet perched precariously upon the the uh, the the perch of the woodpecker's pecker hole. The what? pecker hole? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Peckerwood? Oh, God. Uh, is that an intro? Is, is that? Oh. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, what's up? They didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> we still we, we still don't see you there. Uh, we're having a really hard time getting around the fact that we can't see you people. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, you know what else is weird? What? We're not going to pretend that we didn't watch Godfather Part 2 this week. No, we're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Spooptober. It is Spooptober. It's Spooptober. And it's the spoopiest-tober that's ever tobered, I think. Yeah. Uh, top 10... Top 10 tobers. Top 10 tobers, go. Timer. <laughs> <laughs> What's the spoopiest-tober that you've ever experienced? The, the spoopiest-tober? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. This is pretty... This Tober is, Grace? This is a... Uh... <laughs> This is a pretty spoopy tober. I think so too. We got that virus. We got that virus. We got. There's a bunch of dead people around this. Yeah, spooped over. So many dead people this year. <laughs> Just a an endless horde of dead people. Yep. Uh, an evil amount of dead people. <laughs> an evil amount. Of dead Don't dead enter inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're doing a we're doing a thing for October. Hey, we, we're we, doing a. This is the sequelize this. Uh, oh yeah. Spooptober, Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I should record like a spooky version of the the theme. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Oh no, no. You guys, will, they've already enjoyed it. Yeah, because you've definitely already recorded it. Yep. Edited it and put it out. For- Absolutely did that and put it in the intro. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, this sequelize this. Uh, uh, we're that's back. Pretty spooky. I'm I'm, I'm feeling kind of spooked. Yeah. Uh, oh man, maybe we, should, we shouldn't say this, the word spooky. Spooked I know, right? Boy, there sure are a lot of spooks outside. <laughs> no. Oh boy. No. Anyway. Um, I mean ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, of course. But uh, my name my name is Dan Sternowski. I am once again joined by my co-host, Chris hello, Reddy. Hello. Uh, we're really happy to be here. Yep. I mean, as happy as we normally are. Well, Dan is, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been feeling pretty good lately. Have you? I have. Yeah. Things are, things are going, I think they're, they're, they're going pretty things okay. Things are going great, um, and they're only getting better. I hope I hope everyone else is having a good time. Hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying unspooked. Yep. Uh, but you might, you, you might, might get spooked. You might get spooked. Yeah. Well, especially since we're talking about a, not as especially spooky movie. It's not spooky. It's uh, not supposed to it be is a It is a horror movie. Yeah. The, well, the first one's supposed to be kind of like an indie grindhouse-y yeah, sort of Yeah, yeah. Um, horror movie but yeah they kind of realized you know halfway along the way what they were doing so yeah so we're, we're talking about evil dead 2 this yes. week uh, uh, one of my favorites cult classic you know what i had never seen this movie and i really enjoyed it yeah I'm i glad. really enjoyed watching it it's a very entertaining movie yeah um if you're if you have not seen it mm-hmm. i would recommend seeing it yep especially like you know this is the time of year to do it you know yeah. get, get your spoops up Get your spoops up. Get your spoops up. Put up your spoops. <laughs> Sequelize this. Get your spoops up. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Come on. Put your spoops up. Come on, baby. Go and put your spoops up. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I... Um, yeah. Yeah. Evil, e- evil DZ Teasy. <laughs> um, this, is a, this is a classic, man. Bruce Campbell. Um, the soup man himself. The, the, the soup man himself. <laughs> Stars of uh, such classic movies as uh, Bubba Hotep and Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. Bubba Hotep famously snubbed at the Oscars <laughs> for Best Original Screenplay. I still maintain that that movie could win that. I fucking love that movie. Even all these years later. It can... Even all these. It's it's so good. Um, but yeah, no. Evil Dead 2. Um, 
This is going to be a weird one to talk about because it's a weird I, one to talk I, about. I don't feel like we're going to be hitting a ton of plot points because it's probably not. It's not a very plot heavy movie. One of the when we're talking about this movie, we, we and we ha- are talking about this movie. We have to talk uh, about the uh, the big about face that they took artistically because the first movie is. I mean, and it's goofy and campy and all yeah. the right horror movie kind of ways. But, like, for the most part, they play it pretty straight. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Like, they're not holding anything close to the vest. They're they're kind of, like, they're kind of playing, like, standard spooky uh, horror movie here. And it's it's not scary. Um, no, it's not. It's not supposed... I don't think it's supposed to be, like, scary, scary. I think it's supposed to be silly and indie and you know low budget. like gross out gore out yeah yeah exactly. like oh god what are they uh right We're, that's so that's her, that type of feeling they made this they made the first movie and it is it is going to be very important to our discussion to talk about the first movie i think to kind of bring everybody up to speed on what happens in the second one uh, they made the first movie for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is nothing if you're making a movie. Yeah, it's com- obviously completely nothing. They either they either found a small tiny cabin somewhere, or they built the world's worst set <laughs> <laughs> to film it. Um, but uh, yeah, it takes place in this little tiny cabin in the woods, and so does the so does the second one for the. For yeah, the do you know part. if if they if it's the same set in the second one? It sure looks like it, doesn't it? It's I mean, if it's not the same exact one, they did a really good job of like recreating to recreate it. it. Yeah, I, I you know if I were to guess, and I haven't looked this up, but if I were to guess, I would say that like they filmed on location somewhere. My guess is they actually filmed somewhere in like in a cabin because the the way that the camera moves it doesn't look so much like a set you know what i mean it, yeah it, it feels like they're really constrained with where they can set up shots and stuff like that so yeah because there's, there's a lot of handheld camera work in the first one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. uh which i actually really like i, I think it i think it landed it's itself to like the manic nature of the the movie yeah yeah i agree there's there's some of that in the second one but it is a little bit more you could tell the budget was better. You could oh yeah, immediately. It, you know. Like the lighting is so much better in the the sequel. Right. Uh, I, I think yeah. I mean, I think lighting is one of those things where it's like usually directly related to budget. Yes. <laughs> For yes. some reason, it's just you know that seems like one of your most expensive pieces. Lighting is not cheap. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's Especially cheap. when done right. Right. Um, but yeah, the fir- the first one they, they they play it pretty they play it pretty straight. I think you know. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, it's basically a story about a, you know, the it's a classic tale. A group of teenagers goes out to a <laughs> cabin for the weekend and, you know, they find the Necronomicon. And, uh, One of them gets raped by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, classic. Classic. Real classic. Tale as old as time. <laughs> a tale as old as time. A song as old as rhyme. Raped by a tree. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, but also it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally happens. <laughs> totally happens. Um, like a side note here. Can we talk about like I don't know how many like classic horror movies you've seen, but there's a lot of rape going on in those old horror movies. Yeah, it's like really. I don't know what the I don't know what the deal is. Like probably the shock value, you know. I and, guess. and you know it depends on you know when they came out, but it was obviously before there was a greater emphasis on like oh that's not cool like, yeah. you really shouldn't put that in movies right like if you watch like the old school original last house on the left that's all that movie is oh really it's like yeah it's it's like it's just all rape it's like, <laughs> this is not i'm i'm serious it's like the it's last a, house on the left it's, it's all, all rape, rape. Well, I think I might like to see that for two fifty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. It's like it's really weird that that was. I guess that's just a, a slice of the culture at the time. Well, you know, I think it the the like horror movies in general. Um, whenever they're made, there is a they they kind of feed off the the panic at the time. I guess, yeah. Um, and when when did the last house on the left come out? Nineteen seventy five, seventy six, something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I mean, that would that would make sense. I, I feel like that 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 kind of tracks with that that kind of yeah. like post nixon post post hippie burnout exactly yeah. right right kind yeah. of like you know looking over your shoulder and things like that post altamont you know like that kind of when when the hippie dream 
died and came back you know yeah that, that's that's like when there's like a, a boom of zombie movies in the late 2000s yeah and stuff, you know yeah, like yeah. It's, it's there's a really i i really should have looked this up maybe i'll, I'll find it for uh, the next episode but there's a uh, someone did like a video essay on yes. like kind of breaking down like why certain horror like tropes are, are right. associated with with why it seems like certain horror tropes pop up around the same time right. like uh, why why is like why were there like big alien scare in, in the 1950s right. and then you know like you had like the the mummy and things like that in the the 60s and and then you know like i said the zombies in the late 2000s and, and vampires right. and stuff like that so yeah uh, actually our friend dave recommended it on my other podcast on the dude cast so. and the podcast, the podcast. <laughs> so yeah I've, uh, I've actually seen it it is i can't remember what it's called but it is worth a watch um, yeah, and I think there. I think a lot of that has to do with it. But just, just like a little side note, that's that seems to be like a prevalent theme, in particular in like these early '80s, late '70s kind of. Are you just saying that so if we talk about more rape in different movies? Yeah, it's, I guess it's I suppose, not us. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> you know, trigger warning for the next. Oh yeah, maybe for, for the next front. like Halloween. You know what I mean? Because it's going to happen at some it's, point. We're going to talk about like rapey stuff in in horror movie sequels um which let me let me say this i'm gonna please can you say it i don't know if this is a hot take or not okay horror movie sequels not good by and large horror movie sequels are bad i mean i think the the theme we're gonna run into a lot in the show is that (laughs) most sequels aren't good yeah (laughs) that's kind of the fun of this i think podcast sure but I, i think nowhere is that more um prevalent than than in the horror movies like uh you think about something like that's that's an absolute classic horror movie like halloween uh friday the 13th texas chainsaw massacre the exorcist yeah garfield movie yeah yeah (laughs) tale of two kitties (laughs) um yeah those are like incredible pieces of cinema they actually work and then everything that came after was just dog shit yeah, like just, Psycho. Yeah. You, you told me the other day there's like four there's Psycho four movies. four Psycho. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. Like, Which is insane because the first one's a real it's movie. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. It's still one of the best things ever made. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know if that's a hot take or not because I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some people who are like, what are you talking about? But like most horror movie sequels are genuinely shitty. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice when we pick up you know, uh, basically right where we left off at Evil Dead 1 with a little retconning. Well, I was going to say, is is does this movie even fit in the same timeline? I I don't think so. I, I think I think they did the, the little retcon thing at the beginning purely because they changed tone so sharply. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like they just, I feel like they want to do Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And then, like, Bruce Campbell was like, oh, I want to do that. Mm. And then Sam Raimi was probably like, well, I mean, the way we're going with it, it probably wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for you to be in it. Yeah. So they probably just, I don't know. So summarize the, because the, the beginning of this movie, it just kind of like summarizes the first one yeah, and they, on a smaller scale. And they, and then, they trim the fat, which yeah. is like the rest of the group. Yeah. Because Bruce Campbell is kind of like the star of the show in the first one. Yeah, he really is. Um, you know, him and his girlfriend, um, who comes back and they, basically they just recap it at the beginning of Evil Ted 2. They like, they show you just, just, instead of like five people, it's just the two of them. Just the two of them. Uh, and they're going out to the same cabin and they like, they recap basically what happens. I think part of that is because... Not a ton of people went to go see the first Evil Dead in the theater, but it did gain a cult following and it gained enough like yeah. word of mouth that people wanted to go see the sequel. So they, they kind of like did a quick refresher for everybody. And I think a huge part of it is because the tone changes drastically. Evil Dead 2 is uh, more comedy. Than, I was going to say, it's almost a comedy. It is, it's more comedy than horror. I mean, um, they, they kind of tip that off right at the beginning, too. Yeah. Uh, when he, when uh, Bruce Campbell's character cuts off his well, yeah, Ash Ash cuts off his girlfriend's head. Yep, and then she's doing like that dance with the it dance, in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay, you're immediately kind of clued into what kind of movie you know this is. you know what you're watching. Yeah, uh, and that honestly, that's a staple of basically every Bruce Campbell movie since then. Everything that he's been in has been comedic, comedic, goofy horror movies. Yeah. Like I said, I I actually. 
uh, we watched this movie and I ordered uh, Bubba Hotep, the special <laughs> yeah. edition on Blu-ray, which is legitimately one of my favorite movies. It is so fucking funny. Um, it, it's just a, a, a blast. And Bruce Campbell's incredible. And he's one of those dudes who really kind of just fell into that role. Like, you yeah. Know, um, you know, he was, you know, he, nobody would have known his name if it weren't for these movies. And I think he yeah, probably like not. Yeah. super embraces that kind of character. Um, but we get, the, we get like a really sharp tone change in this movie. It is, it is basically a comedy all the way throughout <laughs> with some cool gross out gore stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one is basically, you know, uh, they open up this book that's that releases demons, uh, or they rather they find a recording of someone who reads from this book that releases demons. Right. Um, everybody dies except Bruce Campbell, uh, who eventually fights off the demons. Um, and then when the second one starts, they like I said, they completely eliminate the other characters. It's just Bruce and his girlfriend. The first like twenty minutes or so of Evil Dead Two is like that quick recap of everything that happened. I wouldn't even say it's twenty. It's more like it's pretty quick. It's quick, yeah, it's fast. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, you get that like, nice little recap at the beginning there, and then you also get like the the story is kind of brought back in. So they say, right. talk about the Necronomicon. And they talk like they, they show you how it got to that cabin, right? You know why it's there, who recorded the message. So it, it it's I think it's more fun. I mean, and we we watch these back to back. Yes, uh, and I think that was a lot of fun because you got to see how you know this this, this was a there's a lot of fan service mm-hmm. I think in this one. Uh, if you saw the first one, you could you could these nice little like clever. Like you know, nods to the to the first one yep. in different places. Uh, just just kind of really like rewarding the audience for like if you saw the first one. Yep. People chained up in the cellar, the little like peering through the trap door. Yeah, yeah, and then and also, um, you know, getting to again just just getting to know who like why the why the Necronomicon is in the cabin. Yep. And uh, a little bit later, when they, he, he uh, looks for the chainsaw in the shed, because uh, you know if you saw the first one, he's like, "Oh, the chainsaw's in there." And yeah, then he right. opens up the the curtain, and it's just like a, a chalk outline of a chainsaw. <laughs> the chainsaw. This yeah. is really really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, little things like that, just kind of rewarding the audience for those who did go see the first one, right. um, which I think is a really cool cool thing. But if you didn't see the first one, I think the second one it, it explains everything yeah um again it streamlines the original story and then it, it gives you a reason why bruce is or not bruce ash, ash is there interchangeable <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh why ash is there and it also you know leads in to why this other group of characters shows up right. a little it, later on it's important to note right off the top you kind of already touched on it like this this movie one of the things we like to ask on this show is, does this movie stand on its own? And this movie, be, because of the way that they present it to you, absolutely stands on its own. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I think you should watch the first Evil Dead because you kind of have to. I think it's a point. it's a fun, entertaining movie. Yeah, and neither of them are very long. I think they're both yeah, like right at, minutes. yeah, they're they're like right minutes. at feature length. Right. Um, so it's again, we watched them both back to back. You know, it's 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 that time of year. It's pooped over. You should you should watch these movies just yeah. for fun. But if you only if you could only watch one, I think Evil Dead Two, two is, is the two better is where one. to go. They yeah. both incidentally, they both actually got really good critical reception. Oh yeah, um, and great audience score. Everybody loves these movies. Um, but you know, they they love people love the first one. Uh, critics like the first one. And then critics really liked the second one because they just, you know, they completely turned everything on its head. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really, really smart artistic choice. Actually, Sam Raimi, and, you know, when we touch on the end of the movie, we'll, we'll see how oh we managed gosh. to squeeze that in. <laughs> so the end of the movie, that's the movie that Sam Raimi wanted to make. He wanted to oh, do yeah? something like horror movie set back in time, which he eventually gets to do. And we'll talk about that when we talk about Army of Darkness at some point. Yeah. Um, but like that's what he wanted to do, and his producer basically convinced him to go back to Evil Dead, um, and he was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> um, and that's li- I mean that's literally how Evil Dead Two was born. But they 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 you made the you know artistic decision to kind of like uh, I was gonna say hum- humorify it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that's not a word. Made a decision to make it funny, and it it really paid off. Um, you know, dividends for not just. Uh, Sam Raimi, but for Bruce Campbell as well. Yeah, because um, I, I think that if if they would have just made, yeah, I think you're right. If they would have just made the movie that Sam Raimi originally wanted to make, 
um, it, you know, it probably wouldn't have gotten, no. you know, done nearly as well nope. or anything like that. Bruce Campbell wouldn't have been famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think this, uh, whoever that producer was to, uh, you know, tell Sam Raimi to do that, it was a, it was a genius. Yes. And you know, good on Sam Raimi for listening to that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably really easy as a creator to be like. You know, no, this is what I want to do because this is my like pet project sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, good on him for listening to that. Yeah, th- this movie, I said the first one was made for $250,000. This one got a, a little bit of a budget beef. Um, it was like $2 million or so that they made it for. Oh, okay, yeah. And it made $11 million at the box office. Yeah, um, So, yeah, did a really good job. It is, it is noticeably... Higher production value. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, like you said, lighting is a huge thing. Uh, in not in, in, like in every movie, it's a huge thing. Horror movies, especially, like you really got to bring it with the lighting. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and they really did a good job. I think there's some there's some great looking uh, great looking scenes, just uh, like flat static scenes in this movie. Yeah. Um, you could take a still and, and you can pick out, you know, how they how they lit it, and it looks uh, looks pretty good. Oh, it's lit! Oh, it's super fucking lit! <laughs> and the, and you know, the camera work, especially, is, is really yeah, creative. Incredible, yeah. Uh, just just really, really, a lot of really creative shots, like the the one where it spins around, like from the back of his head and, yeah. and things like that. Um, was it in this? Is was it in the first one or the second one where the chase um, scene? The chase scene through the, the yeah the, the, I know it's in the it's second the one sequel, the, yeah. the, the chase scene that were like the you know the demons chasing him all throughout the house yeah. and then he like goes through into the walls of the cabin it's like the camera's following him through there uh, it's yeah. just a really really cool it looks great really great shot um, and then was it in is it in the second one where like when he's like kind of losing his mind yeah i think it is the second one yeah. where he's losing his mind and like the the like himself like comes out of the mirror and like yeah. grabs onto him yeah. so it's a really it's inventive great. cool shot like really well done convincing uh you know sort of thing so yeah like there's a lot of really cool stuff in this movie yeah uh and i think you you get a little bit more artistic license to do that when we're when you're working on an indie project like that well and when you have a little bit more of a budget because i sure. think i think there's a lot of ideas that happened in this one that he probably wanted to do in the first one yeah but just didn't have the money to do it yeah um you know probably I, I think like the uh you know the the demon possessed corpse dancing around yeah you know spinning the head around and stuff like that i feel like that's an idea that kind of came out of the first one as sure. well um you know i i, I you know, like to maybe talk to sam Raimi and see what he you know, have yeah, to say about it, but do a little interview with Sam yeah, Raimi. We'll yeah. get him, we'll get him on here. Oh right? yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, like a couple things stay consistent here as well. You know, um, the makeup in the first one I thought was really good for like 1981 oh, yeah. yeah. or 82, whenever it came out. Um, makeup in this one is as good and better. Um, you know, they the like when when pe- the people get possessed by the demons, they kind of get these like greeny, veiny, sort of like white eyed. Uh, this really they they look like demons. There's no there's not a better way to say it. Like you know, you could tell in the first one. I you could tell in both of them that it's pretty obviously just makeup. Oh yeah, but yeah. it looks but it looks good. I, I like it's I, I love that kind of thing where you, like. It's it's obvious it's obvious that they they have makeup on, but it still looks good and it, right. it works in the movie. It adds like a like an aesthetic to it. Um, I also like how they kind of trickle it in, like yeah. as they're as they're slowly getting taken over, like yeah. they they slowly look more and more surreal, right? Uh, which is a nice effect. And then also like when you know the demon like would briefly relinquish control, so they can try to trick them into um, you know falling un- under their control. They go back to like they go back and look like their normal selves again right. for a second, and then it switches back, which is just like yeah, you know, really really fun. Yeah, uh, that's something that I think they probably lifted directly from The Exorcist because part of the theme of that movie is this is this little girl basically slowly getting taken over by possession, and the makeup in that movie is uh, very good, um, and it it slowly becomes more and more apparent throughout that what what's happening. Um, so it's really funny that this stupid comedy horror kind of <laughs> like lifted from that, like other that very serious, you know, terrifying, uh, horror movie, um, 
Yeah, I think maybe my favorite piece of makeup is is Bruce Bruce Campbell's. Like when he gets possessed, yeah, yeah, they, this, they give him this like big brow ridges, like he's dwarf <laughs> from Star Trek. They, they really exaggerate his his already exaggerated yeah. facial features. But they, yeah. I think he gets like an even bigger chin. Yeah, yeah, and, like big big brow ridges, sunk back eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, but I, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all it all it's all a lot of fun. Uh, like late, like later on in the movie, you get that insane like scene with the the tree like breaking into the uh the cabin. Mm. It's got like this ridiculous face on it and stuff. You know, yeah. like it's they really went all out on this one in terms of the, the the effects and stuff like that. Yeah, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you you get the uh you know Bruce Ash is there and uh, <laughs> Bruce Cam- Bruce Bruce Campbell. Campbell takes his girlfriend up to the cabin and you know uh. <laughs> She gets possessed by a demon, as yep. you do, and uh, he has to kill her, as you do. As you do. Uh, and he's basically just there in the cabin, losing his mind. Yep. Uh, and when... his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because his, his hand gets demon-possessed. Important just... to note for every Evil Dead sequel, spinoff, everything that comes after, Ash doesn't have a hand. Yeah, he has to cut his right hand. He has to cut his right hand off. Yeah, his hand gets possessed. Yeah, <laughs> and tries to kill him. Oh yeah, yeah. That's we, maybe we the funniest. That scene? Maybe the funniest scene in the entire movie <laughs> is because like they, they give his his demon possessed hand after he cuts it off. It's this like comically like high pitched like yeah. squeaking voice. Like yeah, why right. does it have a voice? I guess yeah, the demon's talking through it. But yeah, it's just really really funny. He, like traps it under a bucket and the bucket moves around and stuff. And it's just like. <laughs> Oh man, the the scene where he's just like he's not he like knocks himself out and he's like laying on the ground and mm. he's the hand is dragging him across the floor to get to the knife uh, is just so good. It's super funny. Oh man, um, and you can you can tell like he Bruce Campbell's doing like the hand thing and someone's like pushing him along the ground right. from behind him because it looks so unnatural. Yeah, uh, but it's it's great. It's legitimately funny. It's like, really it, funny. It's yeah, still funny thirty years later. Um. But yeah, it's it's super important to know because that becomes very uh, very important for the end of this movie and then for <laughs> yeah. everything that happens after. Um, yeah, Bruce Campbell chainsaws his hand off and then replaces his hand with a chainsaw with a chainsaw, <laughs> and he carries around his boomstick. Groovy. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's where you get the classic. Um, I think like the Evil Dead Two poster is him like you know geared up like standing in profile with the um with the chainsaw and the boomstick and then the the sequel that came after this was army of darkness yeah and that one's even more insane and dramatic it's like it's it's him like with the shotgun and the chainsaw but he's like he's got both fists up towards the heavens and he's going <laughs> with his shirt like half ripped and his chest hair out and everything like it's super funny it looks Looks like like the Ben Hur poster, but it's it's just Ash with it. It's like uh, uh, Charlton Heston on the beach in uh, right Planet of the Apes, <laughs> but with but with a shotgun and a chainsaw. And a chainsaw. It's so silly. That's great. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. But and that's that itself is super iconic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, Ash is kind of like a like an American folk hero. He's he's a huge part of pop culture. Um, and I guess that's something we should talk about too. Is like these little like subtle indie flicks that yeah. that manage to break through the mainstream and kind of have a huge influence on pop culture. Yeah, because like I said earlier, I I had not seen this movie. Yeah, before that's amazing to me. I love but these flicks. The, the the couple things that I did know about it was that Ash was the main character and he had a chainsaw hand. Right, and he used a shotgun. Yep. And he said groovy. Groovy. I, I, I knew all that stuff yep. just just from how it permeates uh, pop culture. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this this very small budget indie film has a huge cult following yep. and has inspired a lot of, you know, other, you know, creators later on. I mean, I think um, uh, Edgar Wright, who's one of my favorite directors, he, he, he definitely points to these movies as being inspiration for the way he kind of makes movies himself, yeah. like a lot of the, the quick camera cuts and things like that. Yeah. I oh, mean, I, I really wish we could talk about Edgar Wright movies on, on this show, at yeah. one point, but he doesn't have any like <laughs> no direct sequels. sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we'll talk about the Cornetto trilogy at some point. It's not an actual <laughs> trilogy, but whatever. Yeah. This is my fucking show. I'll do yeah, whatever, you the, do whatever the hell you want. Right. <laughs> no. 
but yeah, yeah I think like I mean, Edgar Wright obviously inspired by this this type of filmmaking. Uh, probably like Quentin Tarantino as well. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. And the way that this is just kind of like because of these small budget indie movies, you know, kind of spawned this this visual style. And it's a whole style. wave of like uh, art style. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and I mean, in this this gave like we talked about it before, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi huge careers. There are to date. Uh, three sequels to the original Evil Dead, including the one that was done a couple years ago recently, which is not a reboot. It is actually a direct sequel. Yeah, and, and it, a TV show. And the TV show, right. Yeah. They're, they're going to make another Evil Dead movie, too, sometime in the next couple years. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Um, which is going to be pretty cool, and they're going to bring Ash back, uh, along with the character that they introduced in the last movie. Yeah, and, and if it wasn't for these movies, then Sam Raimi would have never done Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And hey, man, I like I like the original Spider Man. Oh yeah, hell requires... dude, hell yeah, dude! Like they're some of the best Super Mario. They're movies really good. Made. Yeah. yeah, really, really good. That's also why I'm very excited. The uh, Sam Raimi is directing the um, Doctor Strange sequel. Is he really? Oh, oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking oh, great. That's awesome. Uh, can't wait to see that in three years when we can see movies again. <laughs> yeah. oh. Shout Oof. out to Tenet, which is not doing well. Right oh now. man, yeah, the commercials for Tenet are just so embarrassing I right know. now. It's like. It's a big movie. You can go see a big movie in the theater, guys. Yeah. It's, it's really there. Like, if you go there, it's actually there, guys. Like, ah, I, I'm debating on whether or not I want to. I, I mean, I want to see the movie, but and I definitely want to see it in the theater, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> the other thing, too, is, like, I know no one's going to the movie theater right now, so yeah. I, there's a pretty good chance if you go, there's not going to be anyone It's not going to be that bad, yeah. But it's still, like, yeah, I don't know, Skippy, man. I get it. Yeah. You don't know who's been in those seats. <laughs> uh, COVID, guys, it's great. COVID nineteen. <laughs> Woo! All right, <laughs> we got a little about track there. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, speaking the, of other iconic things from this movie is like the the scene where he is having his like mental breakdown. The one the one shot where he like he's laughing maniacally, like tilts his head back up, yeah, and like the camera's like on his head, like all tilted like that. That's that's an iconic yeah. shot that I've seen before. You know, so it's like. Things like that just kind of permeate the the pop culture. Yeah. You know, I maintain that that is a shot that you would never be able to do in a bigger budget, uh, you know, uh, like major studio production. Major, major studio, studio production. Pro- um, yeah, I, I I don't think I don't think if you had a, a team of like super experienced uh, cameramen and you know like, like yeah high dollar it- staff around you, they would ever let you do that. Yeah, I think I think it's also true is like all the handheld work, especially in the first yeah. one. Like you, you never see that in in, oh, no. in modern movies at no all. And, it, and I I think that you know you well I guess not never you actually do see it a little bit more now. Um, I think we have Jason Bourne to thank for that. Yeah. Um, but because it, it was like very jarring, and I think it was it lent itself to the like what was happening on screen. So I, I think it's a really effective effective choice whether. Yeah. Whether it was by the means of like, hey, we don't have enough room to get like a whole camera rig in here. Yeah. I'm just going to hold the camera handheld um, and do it, it that good. way. It looks good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of the original um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre shot like that. There's a lot of like hand bouncy cam uh, mm-hmm. all the way around. And that's, uh, you know, that is like legitimately a serious horror movie. Um and that is like super terrifying and super effective here. And here it kind of just gives you the the cartoony stylized action kind of feel. Um, I think particularly because they hold for so long on certain shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it it does tend to feel very like you know comic booky uh, in certain places, which is a, a good thing. It's absolutely too no. Much. Yeah, I think it lends itself to the the style, and it kind of like. Um, it, while this isn't a scary movie, it definitely like ratchets up the tension. You yeah, know? for sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, what, so we'll touch a little bit on the plot here. They, they, we're gonna touch our briefs on the plot. We're, we're gonna touch. We're gonna touch our briefs on this. Um, so, like immediately after uh, uh, Ash kills his girlfriend and fights off the uh, demon, demon trying, hand, demon trying to possess him and cuts off his hand to. You know, get rid of it. He shotguns his own hand, which is really funny. Like, oh yeah, boom sticks his hand apart. Um, then we get to see like the, the entire reason. You know, if if you watch the first movie and then the uh, the first part of this, 
um, they recap that uh, he's, he's a pr- professor, right? He's a professor. Yeah, he's a professor. Um, he's he's there. He found this book, uh, the Necronomicon, which is basically a, a book that can summon demons from this ancient. Well, it was it was more about like opening a portal to another. They, they like, yeah. kind of like frame it like it's opening a portal to another world. Yeah, they're not really sure what's on the other side, but that by the time they find out, it's too late. Because right. they find out it's it's I mean it you should probably figure out if, if something solves the book of the dead yeah right. uh, nothing good is going to come from maybe it maybe you shouldn't fuck with it yeah, yeah maybe you shouldn't read from it but he's got an old like reel to reel tape recorder that he's recording his notes on and he you know he's like this old professor guy he's there with his wife and uh, you know he records like himself reading from the book to open up the portal and then the next entry is basically him like. You know, oh shit! I should not have done that. Yeah, my my <laughs> wife is locked in the cellar. I, my, you know, wife. my wife. <laughs> I know we're both going to be dead soon. You know, um, and that's what kind of spins it off. So when we get to this, we get to the the like a little bit ahead of the second one. Um, the other characters that come in are basically that guy's daughter, who's also there, like uh, trying to help her father with her research. Yeah, she, she found another page of the book. Right. Um, and she was bringing it to the cabin so that he could finish his research. Um, and she's there with her boyfriend. Boyfriend. Husband. They're not really clear on that. Concubine. Doesn't matter. Uh, sex puppet. Um. <laughs> sex puppet. <laughs> Ooh, good band name. It is a good band name. Um. <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, she's there with her boyfriend, <laughs> and then they have two, like, uh, backwoodsy, hilljack, southern guides. Um, yeah, because, uh, like in the first one, um, the bridge to get to the cabin has gone out. Yes. Um, which is exactly what happens in the first one as well. Um, and so she is trying to get to the said cabin, um, and so that... Um, Oh, was I trying to like write down and, and also? No, no, you're okay. Uh, She's trying to get to the cabin, and she has yeah. to hire someone who knows the terrain, basically. Um, who are? I think they're basically like this this hillbilly dude and his girlfriend are like the only two people around. So she tricks the one dude into carrying her gigantic uh, leather trunk up there, and they take a little oh yeah side it's, path. That, that's a that's a funny aside. Is is a uh, you know she's like yeah. Um, they they want to they want him to pay uh them like fifty dollars to guide them there. Right. She's like, yeah, I'll do that as long as you can you can take my uh luggage. Mm. And the guy like looks in the in the back seat of the car and There's it's like, like two it's, bags. Yeah, it's like two handbags. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Mm. And then you get this this hilarious like shot of him like hauling on his back this giant trunk. It's like a steamer trunk. Yeah. It's this huge <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's really really funny. So they make it up to the cabin and they meet up with Ash, who is uh, actively battling uh, demonic possession at the time. Yeah, so he he hears something outside and then uses the shotgun to just like shoot out there. Right. Um, which you then realize he accidentally nicked uh, the hillbilly guy's girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and he like runs in there and just like beats the shit out of him. I know. I um, said, oh, what a day. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then they lock him in the cellar. Yeah. Uh, you know, which you know, kind of leads up to sellers are a huge part of these movies. Yeah, <laughs> incidentally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh he's locked in the cellar. Uh, and as they're uh, the the rest of the characters are kind of exploring the house, like what happened to my father? What you know? Yeah, she, yeah. She's she trying she to find out the tape recorder and listens to it and hears her father say, like, "No, I know I'm going to be dead soon. I had to." lock my wife in the cellar and uh then we get this little cool thing with uh ash basically trying to convince them to let him the fuck out so he can get away from this uh creepy old demon bitch yeah uh it's it's funny thing about demons is uh if you if you close the door behind you they can't get you right (laughs) there's a cool shot and we get we get one of these shots in the first movie too but I, i think i like this one better they, uh, him and the big hillbilly guy, uh, or no, it's not the hillbilly guy. It's the, uh, the daughter's boyfriend, concubine, man whore. <laughs> <laughs> they like, they're like, the, the mother is in the cellar trying to get out and they're, they're sitting on top or like kneeling on top yeah, of the yeah. door and the door is bouncing them up and down. Yep. Like, like this thing is trying to get out and they're like trying to lock the chains around it. 
Um, really cool shots. Um, this this movie's fucking full of them. Just like really really interesting, cool comic booky kind of shots. Yeah, very inventive filmmaking. Yeah, you know, I already mentioned earlier that the, like the scene where he is like just losing his mind is like one of the most really good, interesting, like inventive, like well shot sequences yeah you know of, of any movie i think yeah um and uh yeah it's like you, you know like also like all the shots where like you don't see the demon force yeah. like coming at the house you just get like the camera like flying <sighs> through, the through the woods like it's yeah. really a cool effect and it like it, it like it enhances the mystery it's like you know it's a it's something dangerous is approaching yeah you know the characters can see it but all you see is like it, it heading their way, right. which is just a really really cool thing. Um, and they do that a lot in the first movie. Yes, they do a little bit in the second one. Um, but it's I I really every time that happened I was like oh this is cool yeah it's, you know? it's really good uh, and that's been lifted I think dozens of times over at this at this point. Uh, but the, I I I could be wrong, but I think this is like the first cult kind of hit movie. I think this is the movie that started that long high speed sweepy you know what i mean yeah yeah you know for for spooktacular effect and it was it was pretty spooked it's uh, yeah i'm spooked right now I yeah spook- i spooked my pants <laughs> you beat me to it <laughs> beat me to it yeah i did <laughs> um yeah but uh you, from here it basically kind of assumes a lot of the plot of the first movie is yeah the, it really the, is um you know the, the people of the house slowly getting uh, taken over by uh, by demonic possession, and Ash having to his day just getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, just completely like uh, having to uh, kill the shit out of these people, getting covered completely in gore. Oh yeah, so much gore in this. Yeah, movie. it's important to talk when you're talking about these movies. You got to talk about the gore because they do not skimp on it. Yeah, right? there's a lot of gore in the first one. They really yeah. just crank up the oh, gore yeah. in this one. Yep, Ar- Army of Darkness has a lot too. So it's like it's just, it's it's part of the trilogy. There like, are times that you have like an open doorway and just like a like a it's like a a river of blood. Yeah. like coming out of it. It's just like a, a hilarious amount of blood. Yeah, um, like a comical, like a it's like a fire hose spray. Yeah. Of blood. It's, oh. it's insane. Fucking, there's there's so many great shots of Bruce Campbell going, he's <laughs> 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 trying to keep it off of his face, right? Um, yeah, it's it's fucking hilarious. That's a that's another like classic staple of this series. That's kind of like you know what you're you know what to expect when you sit down to watch one of these movies because you know Bruce Campbell's gonna get covered in blood. He's gonna be <laughs> murking some demons. Uh, you know, with shotguns and chainsaws. Um, and this movie doesn't really disappoint in that aspect. Like I said, it, it, they they kind of stuck with what worked. So they went yeah. with, uh, you know, a lot of the same plot points. Everybody slowly gets taken over. The one big thing that changes in this movie is um, uh, we find out a little bit more about the Necronomicon. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Uh, her the one thing her father was trying to do was open the portal, right? Yeah, to so open the portal to to let the demons back, back out. Yeah, right. to put them put them back where they where they're supposed right. to come from. Um, um, so yeah, you actually have you actually have more of a plot of this one. It's more, not just yes. survival. It's about right. like accomplishing something, and I think that's a really I think important change that they made to this one. Yeah, because you know the first one it was almost like you know okay okay he survived but now what. And this one, there, it seems like they were definitely trying to accomplish something. Yeah, it's more action comedy than horror, um, and I think that's a really good way to to make that change over is to give them something more to do than just survive. Yeah, because that's so much of horror now. Is yeah, like yeah. you know try and survive this thing, um, which is like really uninteresting. <laughs> I, I, think, I agree. I think most of my favorite horror movies have a little bit more uh going on there um and they don't hide it you know it's not like an under the surface thing it's like no we're gonna give these fucking characters something to do um so it makes a huge difference in this movie worked fine for the first movie if they did the same thing here this would not be as exciting no i agree yeah wouldn't be worth talking about um which you know, this is Spooptober, and we're gonna watch horror movie sequels. So we wanted to we wanted to start with something. Start with a good, good one, yeah. Uh, because so much of what we're gonna watch next is probably gonna be absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah. So 
It's it's nice to start with something that's actually fucking interesting to watch and fun. Yeah, um, and this was again. I just reiterate: uh, if you haven't seen this movie, yeah. uh, definitely check it out. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's really not scary, and I, I I know I've said before that I don't really get scared by scary movies anyway. But this is not a scary movie. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun, gross out like laugh up like movie right uh with just like crazy things happening the entire time right exceedingly watchable though yeah oh yeah super super watchable that's why you came over to our apartment to watch it and that's why trisha's like trisha fucking loves these movies she's like (laughs) yeah she was like can we watch evil dead can we watch them both like right after (laughs) it's like she's like super excited because you know one of one of our things is we love horror movies we're like right big in horror movies um and we like bad ones too, you know. Um, which that kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, as you get, you kind of have to be prepared <laughs> for it. You, we, there's nothing better than a good bad horror movie. Um, so yeah, she like legit, and I'll, you know, the, uh, a lot of people do, but she like legitimately is like one of those uh, huge cult followers of this. Um, so, uh, which means I have to get Army of Darkness now because we, I don't own Army of Darkness. Oh, I just assumed that you had it. I don't. No, I only have the first two. I assumed. I assumed. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, it's the 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 whole plot of this one now is like we're trying to let the demons back out of the world. Um, so, what? It's basically Ash like fighting for his life while the. Uh, <laughs> well, well the, the professor's daughter is like reading the book a page out of the book right yeah um and we get the big crescendo of the movie we <laughs> where uh which basically sets up army of darkness and what sam raimi really wanted to do <laughs> in the first place um she eventually opens the portal sucks all the demons back yeah the she does. portals yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> but the portal is too strong and it it uh not just pulls ash into it but it pulls his cutlass into it so <laughs> yeah his car goes the out car of there. Gets, it's like a 77 cutlass uh gets pulled into the pulled into the portal as well and he uh wakes up or he, he like comes to and he's on this gigantic uh desert land and all these knights are riding around uh <laughs> And they like they think he's they think he's uh, a demon, so they go to shoot him. But then a real demon comes down, and uh, Ash fucking blows. It's like a pterodactyl demon. Yeah, yeah. Ash fucking blows its head off with a boomstick. The shotgun, yeah. Um, and then they all like kind of bend around him and, and worship him. Yeah. Like, oh, he's the man from the sky. He's here to set us free from the deadites. And he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> And we get this like great shot of him screaming. <laughs> What's well, crazy? They they actually set this up earlier in the yes, movie. Yes, yes. Uh, because uh, the professor's daughter is like going through her, her her father's notes. Yeah, and he's they they have a picture there. And it's it's like a guy who looks just, just like, like Ash. exactly what he's wearing in the movie, like the the blue like button down shirt with the roll up sleeves, all half ripped. And, yeah, yeah. And he has like a, he fucking has a chainsaw for hand and he's carrying shotgun. a shotgun. Yeah. It's exactly that. Uh, the man from the sky who who came down to save people from the from these demons. Yeah, so it's it's kind of that, that classic trope. Anytime you have like a like a portal or a time travel thing in any movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, that you have like. You know the the character kind of um, inserting themselves into their own uh, past, yeah, uh, which is just a really really fun. It's like because when I when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, okay I can see it, right? I can see where this is going. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, super good. Can we talk about how fucking wild the ending is? Oh my god, movie? dude! It's because it comes out of fucking left field. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's different. If it's different in context, once you've seen Army of Darkness, you're like, oh okay, cool. Because it's but like the first time I watched this, I'm like, what the. I know. Like, Imagine like seeing this in the theater and be like, "What? What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and so, like, I was gonna bring this up when we when we uh, talked about does this movie stand on its own? Because I think the movie stands on its own up until this point. Yep. Because I think after that, you're like, "All right, well, I gotta yeah. see. I gotta see what comes next. I gotta see what happens next." Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So it's it. Yeah, that's a weird thought, right? Because usually <laughs> when we ask, like, "Does this stand on its own?" We're referencing that to the exactly, first one. Exactly, right, right. This is like, yeah. The other way around. It sets up the sequel yeah, so It sets well. up the sequel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
because like what the of course you're gonna go see the second one after right. that. like what the fuck what the fuck yes because so... he, he yeah like we said he gets sucked through the portal with his car and he just <laughs> ends up in so jarring times. and so out of nowhere and so <laughs> it's so funny it's like it's actually oh, legitimately man. funny like and yeah yeah the, everything from like the weird long pan out shot of all these knights kneeling to bruce campbell going no no it's so it's fucking hilarious like and it's still funny <laughs> well i think it's also funny because the demon looks super out of place yeah i guess right. like there's some special effects like yeah, it's, that, it's that weird like stop motion that they were using at the beginning of the movie right um but it's it's just like <laughs> really just because you're, you're trying to like come to grips with the fact okay so we went through the portal now he's in like the dark ages but now he's attacking a demon like what right. the fuck is going on right um exactly right <laughs> I, 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 think we were, I think we were watching it. I was like the whole time, I was just had like this look on my face. Like, I know it was so like, funny. What? It was so funny to watch you watch it for the first time because everybody has the same reaction. The first right. time they see it, they're like, "What? Like, what the fuck is happening?" You, um, I never would have thought that this movie would go there. It's a, it's, yeah. it's such a weird direction to go. Yeah, it's but it very, somehow makes perfect sense. Yeah, it totally works. And it, it's so much so that they made a, a, an entire movie about it. Yeah, so now um, I really want to see Army of Darkness. Yeah, uh, yeah, Army of Darkness basically picks up exactly <laughs> where they left off here. Um, Amazing. And it's Ash uh, helping these things fight uh, uh, fight the Deadites. Helping the Knights fight the Deadites and then trying to get home. Um, <laughs> that's the whole plot. Yeah. Um, yeah, a tale as old as time. <laughs> a tale as old as time. You know, guy takes his girlfriend to a cabin, you know, gets her a nice necklace. You know, they discover... Oh, we never talked about the necklace. Oh, yeah, the looking glass necklace. The world's ugliest gift. Yeah, it's, right. It's not a good gift. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like a, it's like a, like a spyglass, like a looking glass uh, necklace that he gets her. Yeah. And it was in the first movie, too, but they, they brought it back for this one, I think. Kind of like just as a hey. again, it's a little homage. Like if you watch the first one, right? It's like uh, the the uh, the person just rewarding the audience for seeing the first one. Yeah, I, I also think they're like demonstrating that this is a retcon from the beginning. Yeah, because they show you, they show this to you. You're like, are these supposed to be the same people? Oh yeah, they are the same people. You know what I mean? It's a little confusing because the uh, the woman playing his uh, girlfriend is a different actress. Different actress, yeah. Um, which I kind of thought, like when the the movie opened up, I kind of thought the guy was just like luring her there. Yeah, like he's just doing it again. Like yeah, right, just doing it all over again. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, maybe he was like demon possessed. Because at the end of the first one, they actually like have a fake out ending where um, like he's standing out and he's like, oh, I finally escaped. Yeah, and then like the demon comes back and like it, you know. It, it looks like it possesses him yeah. and it cuts the credits. Right. So it would have been like a, I don't know, it would have been a really interesting way to open this movie if he was already possessed and you're just like luring people Coming to the cabin. Back, yeah. yeah. Yep. No, they, they, I, I, they retconned, I think for all the right reasons. Usually when you do retcons, it's, it's because your, your, your first movie had problems. Um, or if you're trying to appease a fan base or if you're trying to appease star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> Anybody ever heard? Are they really gonna fucking? Dude, I fucking hope not. Are man. they really gonna wreck? I love Star Wars, Wars, man. But if they do that, I'll I'll quit. I'll yeah, just that's, I'm that's... gonna do like nope, nope, nope. I'm done. Yeah. You... For those who don't know, a couple of months ago, there's a rumor that uh, Dizzy was going to completely retcon episodes seven, eight, and nine uh, because they, you know, the fans were in such uh, upheaval about. Eight and nine specifically, uh, but yeah, if that happens, I'm like, I'm actually done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do that now. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a bad move. Typically, retconning is a is a bad idea. I think typically. Yeah, I think um, so. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, and this is like one of those rare examples where it was done for the right reasons um, to completely change the tone of the series. Um, and because they made that one decision, they have this big iconic piece of pop culture that, yeah. like that he's going to be able to work with basically until he dies. Like he said, he said he's working on a fifth Evil Dead sequel, um, which is going to be sick. Bruce Campbell's supposed to come back as Ash. Um, so yeah, I mean it's this this big like fucking empire at this point with the, the whole TV show and everything. Like it, he he made one conscious decision to to 
make this make this funny and make this more actiony. Uh, and it paid off like in dividends. Well, because I think it definitely appeals to the type of crowd that would go see this movie. Yeah, this is like the the midnight showing, like right. late night. You know, um, you know, everyone's like everyone's kind of making fun of those movies anyway. Right. So I think it was a really intelligent decision to be like, you know, to make this intentionally funny. Right. Um, as a as a way of, of kind of like kind of tipping the cap to the audience, being like, okay, thank you guys for watching and, right. and making the first one possible. You know, this is where we could do the second one and 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 really make it more fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's I think it was a good decision all around. And I'm, yeah, again, I'm I'm really glad I saw I saw these movies. And I I like now I'm now like we have to we have to watch Army Dark. Yeah, at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not for next week. No. Um. No. We'll, we'll maybe we'll try and uh, like like we said, there is going to be another Evil Dead at some point soon. He, he's actively penning the script for it right now from what i understand um so you know maybe we'll uh just uh keep it in the uh we'll keep, keep that in the, the old bank um well you know what i'm saying <laughs> we'll uh, maybe we'll keep uh army of darkness and then the uh, evil dead like the the most recent one uh and we can catch up on those before the uh the new one comes out and we can go see that in the theater if we ever get to go to the theater <laughs> yeah right um yeah, I, I don't know. This is, a, 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 is there anything else you want to say about the movie? No, really honestly, kind of covered I, I knew this was going to be a short episode because it's like... Okay. So much... It's like, again, just to summarize, summarize everything, watch this movie. You should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. it. At this point, I think the Evil Dead movies are necessary human viewing. Um, it's, it's like... It's one of those things that you have to... Especially if you're a movie fan, you kind of yeah. have to... You kind of have to say that you've seen them. Uh, it's like... They're super iconic, man. If you're into movies and you're into pop culture, you know, which who the fuck isn't? Right. Because like I said, if you've probably, again, seen those iconic, you know, this is, you know, by Boomstick, the chainsaw hand, uh, you know, when he's like the the, the iconic shots we mentioned earlier. Yeah. um, I think that it's it kind of stands on on its own in terms of like cinema history yeah uh which is like insane for like a really for small like a really budget. shitty like yeah, low budget like, indie flick yeah right right um yeah man it's uh i i think these movies have as much of a cult following as like the room does now you know what i mean if not more if not more yeah because yeah. you can you can you can unironically like this movie yes <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah this, this movie's actually like a, a lot of good fun yeah um but yeah i figured this was going to be a shorter episode because the, i mean they're shorter movies and they don't fuck around a lot there's, no they definitely don't there's yeah there's there's no need to give us a lot of setup they kind of explain everything to you right up front and uh you know, get the action going, and that's really what. The oh, I forgot to about. mention two of my favorite things in these in these movies. I, I don't can't remember which one that happened in which movie because we watched them back to back. But uh, when he's in the cellar and the blood's dripping down on the uh, the projector, yeah, and you, you get the shot where he's like standing in front of the like the projection, that and then, like the, the blood is dripping one. down. Yep, one of the coolest looks good, most inventive shots I've seen. Yeah, you get the light bulb that like fills up with blood and then explodes, yeah. which is really cool. Um, just a lot of cool like stuff with blood, cool horror stuff, cool yeah. horror stuff with blood. Yep. Uh, because again, like, and then um, because it's in the cabin, uh, like one of the lights just gets covered with blood, yeah. and it paints the whole room red, red. Yeah, which is like a really shot. cool effect. And I like how they, because I, I think you know you could you could just like put a red filter on a scene, oh yeah, and it's achieve like the result. But I like how they brought it into the character's world. And like represent it, and like this is what's actually happening, right. uh, which is really really cool. Again, just like yeah, it's lots, clever. It's clever lots of filmmaking. clever filmmaking, and all the way throughout. And it, 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 as as a film nerd, I really appreciated yeah. it all the way through. The kind of clever filmmaking that you really only get in like low budget uh, stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's there's, there's there's low budget, and there's there's like low budget that's like done well. Like yes. it's it's obvious that like, you know, Sam Raimi went and had an amazing career after these movies. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Cause you could tell early on, like he has a vision, has a style. It's very distinct. It looks great. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. He made, you know, two of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. Yes. <laughs> two of the best two. comic book movies of all time. Yes. <laughs> um, oh man. Well, I, like, I think we, we covered it here short and concise. 
The one thing that we did not talk about. What's that? We're going to have to hash this out, I guess, live on the podcast. Is what we're watching next week? Is what we're watching next week. Well, you mentioned really bad horror movies. Oh, God. Uh, we talked about this, I think, last week a little bit. Oh, God. You want to do Blair Witch 2? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Book of Shadows. Blair Witch 2. Oh God! I do don't. I don't want to do Blair <laughs> Witch Two because I know it's going to be fucking horrible. But all yeah, we can do it. Um, so <laughs> well, because we could all like again. I, we'll talk about this if we do watch it. But I think we could also talk about how we, this kind of spawns like the found footage yeah. genre. Yeah. Um, in a way, have you seen the original Blair Witch? I've, again, I have not seen any of them. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So the original Blair Witch. We're, we're going to give you a little teaser, folks. Oh for yeah. Fucking tease me. Tease me. <laughs> Uh, the original Blair Witch Project, some people are going to tell you that it's, like, really dumb. And that's your own, like, hey, that's just, like, that's just your, like your opinion. opinion, man. Um, I really like the first Blair Witch Project. It is, uh, I think, like, I like the found footage genre. Um, this is the first one. I think it I think it legitimately does it best. Um, it, it, I, I think the movie is legitimately frightening for all the right reasons. And all the fright reasons. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to like, spoil all the, all the fright reasons. You see what I did there? That's good. That's very spoofy. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to like spoil anything about the movie because you're gonna you're gonna have to watch the first one to understand how drastically different the second <laughs> movie is from the first one. Um, the first movie was done like they got they got these they got these people to come out and film the movie and basically gate like the the crew gave them instructions on locations they were supposed to go and they ad-libbed the whole movie basically like they gave them instructions on what they were where they were supposed to be and certain things that they were supposed to address as they were like making their way landmark to landmark but the entire movie is like largely ad-libbed by the actors oh cool they, they gave them assignments to the crew gave them assignments to do as they were walking through the woods with their cameras uh filming the the movie um and then gave them certain plot points that they had to hit so the actors are basically get freedom and breath to act they also fucking like tortured the actors they like stuck them out in, in the woods in maine for like days yikes um yeah uh, but it, what came out of it is like super effective horror. And again, I don't want to like give anything away about this movie, but this movie is like unnerving and unsettling for way different reasons than most horror movies are unnerving or unsettling. Um, uh, which is really good. And that's the kind of stuff that I like Blair, Witch two is completely <laughs> different than the first one. Everything that made the first one really good at least to me is completely gone from the second one and they just went complete i mean it's like cash grab it is wildly different Um, (laughs) cool uh really bad so i think uh i think we should do that but we gotta watch the first blair witch project if we're gonna do that yeah yeah cool all right cool 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 so uh if if you want to watch blair witch 2 uh do that in preparation for next week's episode (laughs) don't don't um if you want to watch a better movie watch evil dead 2 yes um you should you should watch these movies you should definitely watch these movies they're really good uh you should also follow us on twitter uh at sequelize this you should also follow uh like the page on facebook yep uh email us at gmail.com i always forget to do this stuff yeah i should I just like clip it out and put it in the outro so i don't have to remember to do it every time yeah build a stinger that's what we did on the dude cast. yeah but yeah. that seems like <laughs> that seems like what you do with a, like a real podcast <laughs> <laughs> the dude cast is not a real podcast. no no it's not yeah no it's no, definitely it's, not yeah it's definitely no your show fucking sucks chris <laughs> I love the dude cast. Every, yeah, everybody. I, we got to record one. Yeah, um, you guys do. We're, we're, we've been kind of slacking with COVID. Yeah, I think there's officially more episodes of this show this year than there are. There are. Yeah, cast. there are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've been kind of putting our focus in. But one of the cool things that's happened because of the show is I get to watch more movies again. And, me too. Hashtag yeah. me too. And Bring, I, that's one of the things the that films. I. That's Again, I, I, I think I say this in every fucking episode. That's one of the reasons why I want to do this show. Yeah. It's like, I want to watch more movies. I want to talk about movies with my friend Chris. Yeah. And I want to let other people hear what we have to say about movies because yeah. obviously that's the most important part. Yeah, we're it's, really it's we're really what good I critics. think about movies. 
least. Yeah, we're really good critics. So. But uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening and making this show uh, something that we keep doing. I yes. think we would keep doing it even if uh, no one was listening. Oh, that'd be a lot sadder. <laughs> we're going to make a Patreon next week and we're going to have you donate to us. No. So we can get... I don't think we're going to do that. No. <laughs> Unless like, no. <laughs> no we're not going to do that. Not yet. Not yet. And if we do do that, someone like clip this out of this episode and like play it back to us as a reminder of like hey remember you guys weren't like money grubbing yeah right thieves? well you know that, that's because i still have a full-time job right <laughs> i can afford to buy a movie every once in a while um but yeah this is uh this is a lot of fun talking yeah. about a really fun movie i think next week will be different God, the, um, the rest of this month will be different yeah probably because they're just there's there's not there's not good horror movies i'm gonna do some research and see if i can find like a another good movie uh horror movie sequel but um yeah until then uh do you guys have an awesome weekend and i love every single one of you except for you robert sure yeah fuck you robert uh but this is uh i've been dan I've been Chris. <laughs> this is Single Isis. I gotta figure out how to end the show. Uh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Goodbye, good. everybody. <laughs>